Welcome to this special edition of What's Next, Cornette Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, recorded at the Cornette Global Podcast Parlor in Madrid, Spain, Chairman David Kamen interviews two colleagues from Ernst & Young, Lola Oya and Andy O'Donnell. Hi, this is David Kamen, Cornette Global Chair, um, with two of my colleagues from Ernst & Young. I have Lola and Andy. Lola, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, it's Lola Oya, Design and Framework Manager for EMEA, Ernst & Young, and uh, well, and hi, I'm Andy O'Donnell. Uh, I look after real estate for uh, EMEA in the developed markets. Uh, I've been with EY about 17 years now. So I thought this morning maybe we would just go through a few questions and get some of your feedback. Does that sound good? Let's go for it. Okay. So the first question I have is, what's the most disruptive trend in real estate currently? Lola, you want to go first? Well, nice, nice question. Uh, one of the... I think we should highlight something that has been commented during Cornet. This, uh, yesterday, uh, there are many incubator spaces, many different uses in the city. So uh, all the workplaces, everything is blending. Uh, so we need to start talking uh, about networks, about ecosystems. Uh, do you agree, Andy? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, so I'm going to break your question because I do that to David all the time. Um, so I think it's more about the disruption to business um, that then disrupts real estate. So as you say, Lola, I mean, I think ecosystems become more important, but business is rapidly changing. Digitizing of services, the impact of AI, the impact of automation, certainly changing what we do, and therefore what our business needs, the spaces we need, the people we need, the skills we need are all changing, which means we get to be much more of a transformation agent than a real estate person, which is, um, which is great fun. So really the most disrupt, disruptive trend could be the business itself. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah, yeah. What about the role of uh, the real estate professional? I think there's a, you know, changing over the last several years, but I think it's more a question around what, not just what's changed, but where is it going, to, where's it going towards? So Andy, you want to maybe address that first? So I think what we see, and I mean, I was with uh, some of our colleagues here in Spain only this week talking about new business we're developing, new areas of uh, work we're going into. Um, so I think more and more we're seeing new business lines developing at such a pace that we become part of the equation, we become part of the way it develops, which is great. So you don't end up just saying, hey, I need an office and we're moving and how do you do that and how do you deploy our EY at work strategy? It becomes more than that. It becomes about actually what is it you want you get to engage with the business on? What's the purpose? What are you trying to achieve? And you get very much into that discussion. It becomes a lot more than just a real estate discussion. Lola, what do you think? I totally agree with Andy's vision and would like to add from the design uh, workplace perspective that we are stopping thinking about ratios right now. It's a matter of uh, focusing on the user experience and, and analyzing. Uh, there is not one size fits uh, all in projects. Uh, so we need uh, to focus more in our client and their needs in uh, the employee experience for sure. So what I'm getting is really it's not just about real estate, where maybe it was, the business was five to ten years ago, where it was mostly directing real estate itself, but it's also about really being a, um, you know, we talk about business partners, but it's almost being aligned so closely with the business that maybe the businesses almost see you as part of an extension of what they do, just happen to be on the real estate side. And so the connectivity around 
the um, employee experience is so critical to HR, right? Driven by primarily by technology, that real estate has a role there, but maybe it's thought of after those two. I certainly think that's fair. I think that's where our best relationships sit. I mean, we're a partnership organization, so every country is its own partnership. So in, in the uh, countries where we have the best relationship, that's exactly how we operate. I'd love to say that's the case everywhere. It's not yet. <laughs> so what about um, moving off of the, the real estate role, maybe a little bit about office design itself. So what do you think the uh, real estate office design looks like today? different from where it was in the past, and really where is it going? What, what, what are you seeing it trending to, Lola? Well, again, highlighting the experience again, uh, but uh, I think something that has shaped and, and we, we should uh, um, kind of um, reflect about it is that all the co-working spaces, all the different uh, incubator spaces had influenced the workplace, the traditional workplace as we noted, noted. and this would influence also the future. So, well, uh, thinking about the future, we will uh, start uh, designing spaces that could be customizable spaces. Uh, we will focus more uh, in blending design and technology. I think we've got a great field to explore, and also, well, data-driven design, which is something that uh, it's already implemented, uh, but we need to go farther in order to blend that user experience and that physical environment. What do you think about it, Andy? I should start by saying Lola's our expert, so anything I say is probably <laughs> ill-informed. <laughs> so listen to Lola, don't listen to me. Um, I talk a lot about co-working at EY. I drive my colleagues crazy with it, so I'm going to try and avoid it, or they'll probably hit me with a fine or, or something else for mentioning it again. Um, I think that one of the things we're looking at at the moment is is the movement away from desk work. So as people work more and more across the office, to your point, Lola, about the flexibility of space, mm -hmm. the movability of space, our people, if they work at a desk, can work in the home, in the train, in the airport, anywhere. So when they come to the office, we're more and more trying to get them to collaborate and move around the space um, than just go and sit at a desk. So at EY, we have a very leveraged uh, delivery model. We outsource a lot of the work to our service providers around the globe, and we keep a, um, a piece of the process internally. One of the challenges that we have constantly since we have taken our EY at Work program and um, really exploited that through the organization, the challenges that we have around strategy and innovation continually, continually come to us to be thought leaders, both internal and external as well. So what are the challenges that you guys are finding right now, continually trying to you know, come up with what's next, some, doing something that's innovative? Um, I would argue that a lot of the innovation that we will probably see over the next few years is not really driven by real estate. Um, but how do you both deal with that? Andy? Wow, um, that's a tough question. So. I, mean, I think firstly, we need, you need to understand the marketplace you're in, so understand what's happening in, in, in real estate from an innovation point of view, but I think it's far more important to f understand the kind of wider business sphere. So I'm UK-based, so uh, again, I'll get fined for mentioning Brexit, but obviously there's lots of uh, focus on trust at the moment, so understanding those agendas becomes more important than understanding the real estate agendas so that you can engage with your stakeholders on what's really relevant to them, what's underpinning what we're trying to drive, which is enhancing trust in capital markets, enhancing trust in, um, in business, uh, whether it's EY or wider business. And that 
helps then to assess innovation in the context of what the business wants, but it's tough. Yeah, about you, it's crucial to being aligned with uh, the business needs. Uh, the workforce is evolving a lot. We've got uh, new profiles, new uh, profiles based on artificial intelligence, robotics. So we need to adapt uh, the workspace to this uh, kind of workforce. And also would like to highlight that uh, it's, uh, we need to adapt also our roles in the team. We have a large team uh, focused on real estate internally and I uh, think it's worth that we keep on uh, building our own expertise and adapting to the new real estate trends. And I, if I can just add, David, jump, jumping on your toes as I always do. Um, I think one of the roles that we can have as a, an external perspective at times within, within the business is everyone wants to innovate, everyone wants to do it now and just having the ability to ask why what is it you're trying to achieve, apply some almost internal consultancy to things can help at times because there's some great stuff happening, but sometimes we, we can run at things too fast or in the wrong direction, so we can help there. So um, last question, mentoring is such a, an important piece of what we all do, whether we mentor professionally uh, through uh, Ernst & Young, whether we get involved in the mentor program at Cornet Global. Um, Assuming you two are mentors and you've got a 25 to 27-year-old who's coming to you for advice, outside of run and don't look back, just run away, uh, what would you advise a 25 a younger person today who wants to get involved in real estate? What would you advise them in terms of education or learning or how do you, you know, again, stay focused on the business? What, kind of, what, what um, advice would you offer? Lola? Well, first of all, I think uh, something they should do, it's an exercise of uh, forgetting about uh, the past of the real estate. So just uh, uh, coming to this business uh, with a new perspective, with a new view, and asking questions all the time. Um, so, yeah, go on, I'll be controversial. Um, I would say real estate doesn't exist anymore. So don't think you're going into a real estate role because real estate is just a fancy way of describing something entirely different now. So if you want to get into real estate and get into property and, and just uh, broker properties, that's probably too narrow. Think more widely about what you want to do. Think about how you can affect, to my lowest points, the employee experience, the human experience. That's, that's what this is about. So have a passion for that. And then, as Lola says, learn all the time. Uh, not just about real estate, but about business, about automation, about blockchain. Uh, can you code? Do you know about AI? All these things will be more, as relevant as anything else. So you kind of blew my last question, even though I said that <laughs> the one before was my last question. Um, so your roles, as, I sit, as you sit here today, where do you see the two of you five years from now? Uh, obviously, Andy says he won't have a job, so... Lola. <laughs> Lola, On the what beach. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'll live, because I won't have a job. Right. Um, go on, then. I, 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 uh, I don't know, uh, is the honest answer. Um, and I think that's what makes it exciting, is that the business is changing so much, both within EY and in the market, that what I thought I'd be doing now is certainly not what I thought I'd be doing when, I, when you asked me that question three years ago. So... It, I think being able to constantly transform is, is probably the best thing about this job. The most scary, but the best thing. So I'm not going to answer your question. I think, uh, well, the future of a real estate uh, figure or a design figure, in my case, 
should be uh, working with interdisciplinary teams. So I think uh, we will be blending more with uh, data analysts. Uh, we will be also learning from other fields, so sociologists, uh, having ethnographic studies. So continue uh, being uh, fascinated by other worlds, just to bring them into the workplace, into the experiences Andy mentioned before. Okay, thank you both. Lola, Andy, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Mr. Chair. <laughs> This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.